Alrighty, another week of the Swing the Twenty podcast. Welcome back, everybody. I am Tommy Franks, and uh, welcome back to yet another week. Uh, Dom Droza and Justin Reedman are with me uh, this week. What is happening, guys? Howdy. What's up? Not much. Uh, if you have any questions, anything concerning the podcast, um, email swingthetwig at gmail.com. Uh, We're easy to reach. That's it's, it's all it takes. Um, swingthetwig at gmail.com. Uh, again, questions, comments, concerns. Um, we're here all the time. So um, if you put anything in there, we can probably answer your, your questions on the podcast at any point. Um, so without further ado, guys, um, we're, we're seeing – all the news here about the labor disputes. First of all, I'm just going to ask you guys, we'll get into the content of this disagreement, this dispute between the player association and the owners, but I want to hear from you guys first. Is there going to be a season of major league baseball? You, you guys, anybody can go. Ooh, that's a great question. Um, I have my doubts. I do, but I understand we're still in a, you know, stalemate here, but at least there were some meetings in progress. Um, I unfortunately think it's going to be a shortened season yet again. Who knows how many games I'm going to say they're going to stick to the 60 route because we got to keep in mind arbitration, free agency, uh, spring training, regular season ramping up. Um, so there's a lot involved here. Um, if it is, it's going to suck. I'm going to have to still follow up with it, but it's going to be another season. I really can't take 100% seriously. So I'm going to say yes, just not a full one. All right, so it's not going to start on time, you're saying? Yeah, I think regular season starts June, if we're – yeah, June. Okay, fair. Justin? So I originally was going to say no. But, you know, the idea Don brought up about maybe a late season, maybe a short season, I, I think I agree with that. You know, I it looks like they're going nowhere with all these talks, but I feel like they're going to just work out something eventually. Like, they got to care about the fans, too, eventually, I, I, you would think. Oh, come on. They, I don't think – you really think they care about the fans? No, I wish. <laughs> Yeah, Try to be realistic somewhat. We yeah. all wish they cared about the fans, but we all know yeah. with Rob Manfred that's not happening. Um, Only one could wish. No. Um, so let's get into the actual content of this dispute now. Uh, recently, I believe on Monday or Tuesday, there was a the MLB requested a federal mediator. Um, this would be from, what was it? From the Federal Mediation and uh, coalition, uh, conciliation service, excuse me, um, to help move the negotiations towards a new agreement. The MLB Player Association denied it um, because they say that their content is, um, the content of their proposal is perfect and it's good enough. Uh, Max Scherzer had something interesting to say, guys, because uh, he represents the Player Association. Uh, he's higher up in it. And he said it's uh, that the offer is fair for both sides, that, they want a system where the threshold and penalties do not function as uh, caps, allowing younger players to realize uh, more of market value, making service time manipulation a thing of the past, and eliminate tanking as a winning strategy, quote-unquote. Guys, what do you make of Scherzer? Do you agree with him? Not really, because if there, if it was like that, I think we would have had an agreement by now. That's that's the only thing. Well, it's political talk, right? Yeah. It's all, yeah, so, I mean... I mean, it's it's kind of expected, right, Justin? It's your guy. Yeah. 
It's your guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What's that, Justin? No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. Um, yeah, so that was that was kind of eye-opening for me. Um, but now that there's no federal mediator, um, I read a stat earlier before we came on. There was a stat I saw that said that about – yeah, yeah. A 2014 article in Harvard Law School's uh, Journal of, and, of Sports and Entertainment Law, the American Bar Association, the, the American Bar Association, excuse me, said mediations end an agreement about 70 to 80 percent of the time, which is a pretty high uh, success rate. So, you know, guys, the fact that they dropped this this mediator uh, stuff, I don't I don't know if it plays a huge role. Um, I I do know that it that they are nowhere near an agreement and that we're not. You know, there's nothing going on that we don't know about. This is pretty open now at this point that there is no agreement, correct? There is no, there's no evidence of anything that they can agree on. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So just to fill you guys in and the listeners on what's going on, um, a little bit of the content. Uh, the MLB Player Association <laughs> um, that Scherzer alluded to, um, they offered to reduce the figure, uh, its figure for a pre-arbitration bonus pool. From $105 million to $100 million, league offered to create a $10 million pool, um, one which would reward the top performers among the group of pre-arbitration players funded by Central Baseball, using the framework that initially been presented by the MLB Player Association. Um, the MLB presented the pre-arbitration bonus uh, pool uh, as a proposal last week uh, to create a bridge towards a deal. Uh, Tuesday, uh, when they met, it, it was, there was no movement on this at all. Um, so under the league's proposal, I'll give you guys a little bit of context under the league's proposal, Corbin Burns, who obviously won the Cy Young in the national league, um, he would have earned $2.3 million last season instead of 608,000. Um, Vladimir Guerrero jr. The runner up for the American league MVP. Um, he would see an increase from 635,000 to 1.8 million. Um, you know, there's guys like Austin Riley, Jonathan India, Randy, Randy Rosarena, uh, Randy Rosarena, excuse me. Um, salaries would jump more than 200% in 2021. So, um, guys, I, that's a, a tough sell. And I think arbitration is really what's going to kill um, these deals, this, this specific deal. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a big jump if that happens. And the player is going to be all for it, but we all know. You know, the league's not going to be for that. That's going to be a definitely a big change that is both sides are going to be butting heads on. Justin, it's just a just a tough situation. I mean, this is not like it's not like the minor league guys, right? Where you know guys are struggling to make a living in the first place. We've talked about that before, of how the minor league players were struggling under Manfred because Manfred just took away all the MILB's money um, and t- basically just took it over. And we talked. We talked about on this show extensively about how minor league players just can't couldn't make a living under Manfred, like literally a basic living. Like we're not we're not talking about you know uh, living a lavish lifestyle and not being able to afford like a second boat, like a second yacht. We're talking about we're talking about just just a, a place and food, right? So I don't know if this is going to be that influential in these deals. Um, I don't know. To be honest, guys, I don't know much about the arbitration situation. Do you guys know any more about this? Or not so much? 
Is that a, is that a no? Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm assuming so. Um, okay. So, uh, I mean, at this point, guys, it looks like, as you guys said, it could very well be a late start. And uh, I think I think Dom's right on the June idea. Um, I think that's a pretty accurate guess at this point. Um, I, I certainly don't see it starting on time. Uh, Was it? Um, I'm sorry. Wasn't 2020 no. on like July anyway? So like, yeah, it, it started on my birthday yeah. actually, July 23rd, yeah. 2020. Yeah, I did see. I I did see it definitely coming June. Uh, if so, we could probably have like a 75 game season, 80 game season. Yeah. But uh, that's 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 that I can hope for. But still, at the at the end of the day, it's half a season. If that, uh, that would still suck. But yeah, that's June. the hope, at least in a abbreviated season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, the players wouldn't mind. I mean, you're talking about just a, a sprint, like a marathon, um, as opposed to you know, or you're talking about a sprint as opposed to a marathon. Excuse me. Um, so I'm sure the players would be all for this, uh, most at least, uh, because less of a grind, like it's less on the body. Uh, it's certainly for pitchers. Well, actually, no, it's hard. It's harder for pitchers because you you got more uh, game squeezed in, right? Um, so that would be the, that would be the challenging part. Um, just like the 60 game season, right? You saw guys like you saw starting pitchers just like, I think, what was it? Like once every like three days or something like that, as opposed to five. Um, it was, it was crazy that season. All right. Moving on anyway, um, to, uh, retirement news, uh, Joe West, who I think we all love as an umpire is retiring after, I don't even know, 45 seasons, something crazy. Um, you know, multiple decades as an umpire. Guys, what are your thoughts on Joe West as an umpire, uh, generally speaking? Justin, you can go first. I'm trying to think of that one. Did he, uh, yeah. did he um, ever screw over the Nats, Justin? In, some one, in one moment that you can remember? Uh not on the top of my head. I mean, probably has. <laughs> Definitely has. At some point, like, like, what do you, what do you think about as an umpire overall, based on what you've witnessed? Because we've been around for much of his career, or I want to say, about. Is, it, is, it, you know, is he the one that like people like get upset about when they call a game? He called the game. He's one. Of, he's one. He was one of them. Yeah. Yes, definitely. He was he one of the people don't like can't stand right. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, he ejected that's what players. I thought we're yeah. talking about. Yeah, he didn't mess around with ejections. Um, that was the other thing about him. He was unique. I, mean, I swear he, he, I swear he threw out our man, like whoever our manager was, like Martinez, Dusty. I, I think he tossed a lot of our guys out like that. When was Dusty a Nats just, manager? It, huh? Was Dusty a Nats manager? Yes, he was the Nats manager before Martinez. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Um, what were you saying, Justin? Sorry. I cut you off. I mean, he. I, I think. I think he. He really liked, or even Harper. Harper was another guy. He would always toss. Yes. He Which always. I mean, I get it. Harper can have a temper, but it, it's just emotion, you know, part of the game. Right. Yeah, I agree. Dom, what are your initial but thoughts? I think on... Harper has screwed too much. Oh, a little too much. Just... Yeah. Dom, what are your initial thoughts on uh, Joe West um, leaving the game and? Uh, yeah. Reflection on um, him. You know, I don't really think he actually screwed over the Padres for as much as I can remember, especially like the past two years. I mean, he's given a lot of 
pitches, you know, pitcher-friendly calls to the Padres, including Musgrove, Paddock, Darvish, some that were off the plate. So thank you. Thank you. Um, otherwise than that, Joe West, you know, it's a tough job being a major league umpire. There are some, there were, of course, some iconic memories of him making some of the worst calls, but we're all human, I guess. And the ejections and stuff, well, they'll never get old. I'm going to miss uh, every time. I did see him once. I believe he was once, I, I, I maybe twice. I've seen him once as a third base coach because you know how they rotate. Um, and then I saw him once as a home plate umpire. But every time they introduced the umpires on the uh, loudspeaker, all you heard was a rain of boos when Joe West's name came up. I am going to miss that. Those were pretty funny no matter what, so. Yeah, it was almost like a um, like a commissioner coming on, like Gary Bettman or Roger Goodell or um, Rob Manfred, even yeah. if I didn't mention him already. Um, yeah, basically every commissioner would get. I think even Adam, um, not Adam Silver, not as much, but most David Stern. Yeah. yeah, David Stern would definitely get. May booed. he rest in peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. David Stern would definitely get booed. Yes, may he rest in peace. Um, he would definitely get booed. I would say most commissioners, if not all, would get booed. When they when yeah. they get introduced, so it's very similar to that. Um, he had that unique uh, presence, and not because like he was uh, a bad umpire, just he had a weird, he had a very very old school way of enforcing, where he had like no tolerance for a lot of things. And um, that's yeah, just but the I way... honestly respect that about Joe West. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, he doesn't take the BS. He says, you know what, I'm, uh, I'm not having that kind of day, and uh, you're not going to be ruining mine. So, but boom, you're out of here. Yeah, he had a unique. Uh, um, I someone could tally up the number of ejections. I wish Jeff was here tonight, uh, because Jeff is our official fact checker for the past couple weeks. But um, but Joe West has a. I, I'm actually gonna look it up right now. But um, Joe West has a. I know he has one of the most ejections. I think, uh, the highest number of ejections. Uh, he has 193 guys. I don't know Hello, if it's, I don't. I don't know if that's. Oh no, it, no, it did not. I don't know if it broke the room breaks the record no i don't know he definitely did not break the record he's up there though i think he's got the second most of all time all right boys so we're gonna go to umpire school right okay. it's gonna take us several years we're gonna become major league umpires somehow in some way and then we're every time we just become home plate uh designated for the day a little complaint and we're ejecting everyone next to you know like three seasons and not even we have the world record That'd be that'd be crazy. Um, the record for context, the record is uh Bill Clem. The record holder is Bill Clem, with two hundred fifty-one ejections. Uh, mm-hmm. right behind Joe West with one ninety-two, because Joe West has one hundred ninety-three. Um, is Cy Riggler, um, who's a former umpire, and uh, the, the list goes down. They say one hundred fifty-one here, but he definitely has one hundred ninety-three. Um, uh, now at his at this point in his career, so. Um, yeah, congratulations to Joe West, uh, whether or not you loved him or hate him. Uh, you know, I grew up watching Joe West, so, um, you know, it's going to be very weird not seeing him. Hey, we had two ejections or two ejections, excuse me. Can you say injections? We have two retirements of some of the biggest names in sports that you could think of. Oh, well, wait, two, not, in, not in baseball. Well, yeah, we're talking about we we're talking, the goat himself, the greatest football player of all time, and Tom Brady, and then of course uh, Joe West. So two unique retirements in one week. This is the the second place holder for most ejections in Major League Baseball history, and the greatest quarterback in the most Super Bowls 
in history by an individual yeah. and a franchise. Now, yeah. of course, um, both of them are very well hated. Yeah, by respect by different fan bases. Yeah. Uh, by yeah. the way, congratulations, to Tom Brady. Absolutely love him, and uh, you know all the best to his business endeavors um, after football. Um, guys, shifting gears here uh, because uh, Joe West is uh, moving on, and uh, I'm very curious to see how the future will go. Umpiring guys, um, you know, with because we just talked about robot umpires. I mean, is that mm. guys like Joe West would probably be out of the game. If robot umpire succeeds in AAA for, I don't think it will, because I think there's different technical reasons for why it won't technically. Um, but if it does work, baseball umpire unions better be ready for a fight. I hate to even think about robot umpires. I hate to even think about it. But you know, it is something to think about. What's the part yeah. you hate about, Justin? Could be realistic. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't. I don't trust it. Yeah. I mean, I don't trust it. Would you rather? Would you rather put the fate in the hands? And I'm not saying you're right or wrong. I'm just curious. Would you rather put the fate in the hands of the uh, physical, you know, the the umpire who's a human being? The funny thing is, not necessarily either. <laughs> this is like this is it's like when loose, you said it's a loose lose situation. This is like when of. I said to you, I said Bucks Eagles, who wins? And you said, can both of them lose? Yeah. <laughs> like the thing that frustrates me is that the minor league system is just like a playground that's getting experimented on. Is oh, it yeah. safe enough for this kind of grade? And we're going to send all these guys out there. It's like the pitch clock, the robot umps, all these fugazi kind of rules that are going in there. They're testing it out, and they're going to all fail. I think the robot ump is definitely going to go and uh, not succeed at all. It all fails. It's just ridiculous. Uh, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of uh, thoughts and effort. Um, listen, as much as we can rip on umpires and everything, including myself, that's what makes the game a little bit extra. You know, you put in the cherry on top right there. It gets us boiled up. We get to talk about it. It's something uh, along with the game. Like, oh, man, I can't believe Joe West called that kind of a game last night. What are we going to say? Oh man, I can't believe the rollout. I'm called that a strike. That's that that. If that's what we're coming to, that's really pathetic. Um, listen, it's human error. We're all we're all making mistakes. We're not perfect in any which way when it comes to making decisions. And every pitch, there's a decision to be made. Absolutely, I couldn't agree with that more. Um, anything else? Anything else you guys want to add before we move on to um, the last piece of news of the week? Um. Uh, I'm ready to hear it. All right, so uh, this one's okay. So this one's rather sad, um, but we might as well just move right into it um, because it is um, it is tough. You guys all remember, obviously, the death of um, of the uh, the Angels pitcher. Uh, God, what's his first name? Tyler. Tyler thank, Skaggs. Thank you. Thank you. I was. I was. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, Tyler Skaggs, um, the former pitcher for the Angels. Uh, Obviously died. He had an overdose, alcohol and drug overdose, fentanyl, uh, oxycodone, and an alcohol overdose. That was the way he died in, in a hotel room in Arlington, Texas, before a, a series with Texas Rangers. Um, and that's how he died in 2019. Now there is a trial going on, uh, I guess, to see who else had influence um, surrounding his death. Because it is kind of, 
because you know there is a lot of team communication going on um in the hotel uh, i know in hockey there is so I'm, I'm gonna assume there is for baseball and this was not during covid this was 2019 um and yeah so you want to know who the, the witnesses are for this this is why i'm talking about this is why i chose to talk about this week you know who the witnesses are yeah um you got andrew the, heaney the most notable ones i should say yeah on now that's on the uh I heard he's serving up some spaghetti and meatballs on the LA Dodgers because all he gives up is meatballs. And then you got the uh, Dark Knight, Matt Harvey. Yeah, Matt Harvey, the ERA machine. Um, yeah. Matt Harvey and um, oh god, and Andrew Heaney, <laughs> right. both of them ERA machines. Um, and they're and they're I guess testifying or whatever. They're they're considered witnesses um, in this in this trial. Um, Skaggs was 27 and, uh, there was, and yeah, the, uh, autopsy showed that there was fentanyl involved in his death. Who knows what else happened there? Um, but that's why they're having this trial. Um, really sad guys. Do you have any thoughts on, on this Andrew Heaney situation? It's awkward because there's a lot of former angels and on different teams now, especially Heaney going back to LA again to play for the Dodgers. Um, what what are your just a tragic and sad situation? Yeah, I think it's a good way to put it, Don. Yeah, it's upsetting. Um, I listen. I'm gonna be honest. You you're gonna know there's something wrong when there's an athlete that passes away on their bed in the morning of that game in Texas. It's not just um, natural. As much as I hate to say, you got to be realistic here. And with that coming out, I really wasn't with that news coming out. I wasn't surprised. And the way that this is going now with witnesses and everything, former angel pitchers, um, it's crazy. It's, it's going to go somewhere. It's not going to go somewhere uh, fun, but listen, Skaggs was taking them and who knows, maybe other players during that time too, were also under all that. And uh, we just don't know about it. Yeah, I mean, it's just a – I mean, I'm just going to round up what you guys said. It's just a sad situation. And uh, um, I don't know if this impacts Andrew Heaney, um, whether something – whether more comes out of this. I don't I don't know. We don't know what happened um, with regard to that. I will say it is suspicious, kind of. Um, I don't know Skaggs' ERA or performance before he died, um, tragically. Um, but I don't, I don't know who also influenced him here because – there, if depending on his ERA, there might not be signs of an addiction, or there might not be signs of poor performances um, that sum up. So I don't know if there's an influence going on here, guys. I don't know, um, but I will say if there is, because um, I, I, I hate and I hate saying that too. I hate saying you know if true, um, because allegations come out all the time, especially in things like politics. But um, something like this, Andrew Heaney would would be gone. And every MLB hitter in the league would be so sad. Yeah. <laughs> and same goes for Matt Harvey, by the way. Um, any other thoughts you guys want to add before we um, call it? I am not in only because the, uh, you know, we're going to have no MLB season unless it starts in uh, in June of 2022. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's weird. Um, so you can clearly tell that we're, it's tough to, I mean, the only thing to really talk about is that lockout, and 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 it's so 
it's so crazy, honestly, guys. I mean, to think about with regard to how much is there's so many moving parts to this negotiation process. I think more than there's more than we think, and I don't know. It, it just seems to me that it's going to be that it will be a shortened season because this is worse than the NHL lockout or the NFL yeah. lockout. Just when you think you're going somewhere, they're going somewhere. It goes nowhere. Yeah, and I think part of it has to do with Manfred um, having this uh, need for a power grab in in baseball because we all know that he wants it. Um, that is that is very evident to me. Um, I don't know if you guys feel the same way. Um, do you guys think that these negotiations would be over if um, if Manfred were not a uh, power hungry leader or what? I got no clue. Like, it's, that's a good question that I don't know if anyone could answer. Yeah, because like something, someone like Selig, right? I mean, that'd be, that'd be, um, you know, I mean, with the seal, with the Selig situation. Sorry, I'm I'm watching the skills competition at the same time. Um, but the, but the Selig, uh, situation. I think if Selig were the were the commissioner today, you would definitely have a deal by now. Because I think there's some. There's some financial. There's definitely some financial disagreements there. Certainly around arbitration, um, you know, certainly. But uh, there definitely would be an agreement by now. I would think. I again, I don't know, but yeah, like Justin said, there. Just when you think it's going somewhere, it's going nowhere, and I mm-hmm. think that's the frustrating part. So we're all gonna pay the price. Um, baseball season will be um, delayed. I'm just gonna tell you right now until um, a certain time. I think Dom's guess is probably the most accurate to say that it's going to be in June. Um, yeah, I mean, that's all I got to say. You guys have anything to add? No, it's just sad. And I don't want to take this season seriously, but I got a podcast to produce for my Slam Diego Padres. So ah, hey, I watch plugs. every game with commitment. Yes. Um, yeah, go listen to that if you uh, during the season because Dom will always update. Uh, it's pretty hard <laughs> to update the Slam Grand Slam and Padres right now. Um, yeah, I have not been even. Uh, I'll do blogs too, Tommy, but like nothing's really going on. So um, right, yeah. All right, so yeah, um, so that will do it for us this week. Um, don't forget, we do have social media, we do have email. So go follow us on Swing the Toy Pod. Um, it currently still has to be updated because uh, there's still some changes going on with the show. Um, so we're still doing that. Go follow us on our Twitter page. We we are active on social media, so please. Give us a follow. You'll hear all our opinions on social media too, by the way. You will hear everybody's. Um, there will be uh, – we'll be announcing some of those things uh, in the near future. But um, you will be hearing from all of us on social media. I think that's the cooler part. So we're going to open up to everybody, not just an admin uh, posting the content. Because you don't want to hear just Yankees content from me. And you don't want to hear Nationals content purely from Justin. Um, you want a diverse range of baseball news, and that's what we want to present to you. And baseball, diverse range of baseball opinions, and uh, that's what we're gonna do uh, from now on. So yeah, if you haven't, if this is your first time listening, also give us a five star review and subscribe. So we will see you guys next week. For me, Dom DeRosa and Justin, we will see you all next week. Have a great weekend, everybody.